Welcome to Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kickback with Chris, the Martial Arts Podcast. Coming to you from a beautiful sunny March morning here in Nesbury, North Yorkshire. Uh, I hope you've all had a great weekend, or if you're listening to this back at another time, a great day, whatever you've been doing, whatever you've been up to. So, uh, this weekend, I was actually away down in Telford. Uh, I think it's Canada, Wales. I think from what I could make out. Anyway, um, I was there training with Mr. Chris Gridelli and a team of his instructors uh, training in the Compass Method, um, as well as a selection of uh, instructors that have been invited along for the day, or should I say the two days, to train, um, one of which was myself. And wow, what a weekend it was. You know, we were tested mentally, physically. And when I say mentally, I mean, obviously, the, the from a martial perspective that you would think with the difficulty of training but also there was lots of lots of things lots of philosophy things to consider as well and think um you know and it was it was nice to be challenged on all fronts again in in a, in a new way and 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 as you'll hear for yourselves in the course of the interview the compass method itself is is taught in a very very unique way something that i've not come across before in my 30 something years involved in the martial arts now Normally we would go we would go across now and do some news and and chat to Matt and that sort of thing but today we're going to do it a little bit differently because the the interview itself although it was planned to be sort of 20 minutes it did go on for a significantly longer amount of time and I didn't want to cut any of it down so rather than have this podcast drawn out um far far unnecessarily with ev- everything else that we normally do I'm going to go straight to the interview with uh, Chris and the other instructors that were able to stay around at the time now what I will quickly say is Although there was something like 30 people at the event, by the end, you got to remember this was, I think somebody worked out it was about 18 hours worth of training or something, you know, we, we were, there was a lot of people that had to travel from sort of Telford to Scotland and, and, and the opposite way. So they had to head straight off. So the people that did very, very kindly stay, they were absolutely knackered by this point, um, as I was too. Um, and just keep that in mind when you know some of the guys are particularly quiet uh so if you I, i've done my best as i can with the audio to sort of um amplify things where i can um, but it is a little bit quiet in places so you might have to turn your music players up a little bit um to, to hear certain sections but it doesn't affect the content at all um it is a really really good listen um so i'll head straight over now to that interview and i will speak to you afterwards Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Okay, so at this point in the show, I would normally say, um, let's go to our caller on the phone, but today it's a little bit different. In fact, the weekend's been quite a lot different, if I'm honest. Um, this weekend, I've been um, very fortunate to be invited by Mr. Chris Gridelli to join him um, and his instructors and uh, a selection of other instructors from around the country um, to join in with uh, a weekend training event. Um, Mr. Cridelli is sat with me now. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Hey, Chris. Don't call me sir. I can't help it. It's just like one of these instinctive reflex things that I have. I, oh, nice. I'm, so I'm very polite. I was taught correctly by my parents, you see. And your teachers. And my teachers. 
Really it had nothing to do with my parents, really, to be honest. Did it? No, not really. Is it martial arts? Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, it was, yeah. definitely. And it's just stuck with me. I'm, and around the table at the yeah. moment, we have, let me say, one, two, three, four, five. We have a, a lot of martial artists um, from, from lots of different backgrounds. Um, and I thought what would be nice before we really get into the chat is if people could just introduce themselves, tell us a little bit about what they do and where they've come from. Um, because I'm not going to lie, I can't remember all your names. <laughs> so I don't want to introduce you and get it wrong. Um, so I'll start to my left, sir. Oh, you, right. If you can't understand this, I'm sorry. Go for it. <laughs> right, my name is Jim McClellan. I'm a six-time martial artist from Scotland, a uh, place called Reardry. My club's called Cobra Martial Arts, and it's nothing to do with Cobra Martial Arts Association because he, he likes to know that everybody hears it. He will complain, so I'll say, I'm not to do with Andy Morell from England, Manchester. Uh, various types of martial arts I've done karate, kung fu I've done a lot of groundwork and a lot of good self-defence stuff I tend to look at the arts and try them out because if you don't try the arts out how do you know it's, how do you know it doesn't work how do you know there might be a lot of rubbish is what people tend to say because people come in and say oh you're rubbish don't care I work but in the days I teach uh, kickboxing K1 uh, I also teach self-defence and our syllabus is similar to what uh, your, your self-teachers, Chris. Yeah. Okay. And that was really good. Oh, which, which one? Sorry. Oh, which Chris? Yeah, uh, two Chris's. Chris, oh, sorry. Chris yeah, yeah. Yeah. Proper, yeah. proper Chris. Proper Chris. Yeah. Proper. <laughs> can I say that? Yeah, you can say <laughs> that. Sorry, mate. God. It's fine. All right. Cool. So? Hi, Chris. Um, I'm Daryl Bedford. Um, I'm from Leeds. Are you from Leeds? I'm from Leeds. That's really close to me. Yeah, the guys from the north, that. Leeds. Let's go for the north. Andrew's part of Leeds, you came from. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> and I mean no disrespect from that, because I don't want you to punch me, because I've yeah. seen you doing that. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> Okay, so from Leeds. I didn't know you were in Leeds. All this time you've been right next door to me, and I had no idea. Well, I kind of, I live in Wakefield now, but I'm, I'm a Leeds born and bred. Okay. So. Okay, kept that quiet. So... Uh, hi, my name's Alan Spears, also from Scotland, trained under uh, the Wildgar system. Dave Baptista has been my main instructor and mentor for many, many years. Where I'm at now, I'm a competitive sport fighter, fought in world championships, European championships, travelled the world, uh, been my passion for many, many years. One of my passions and uh, paths that I'm on now is understanding sports psychology of why people do what they do. and performance, try to help performance with athletes and fighters. So yeah, and just bringing the science of what was very subjective or maybe woo-woo to this uh, everyday person that they can use it and create their own uh, wins and lifestyle through choice rather than through chance. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, my name's Joe, I'm again one of the guys from Scotland. Uh, I have a slight different spin on the martial arts, I'm a bit more on the traditional side of things, okay. we do a bit more of the actual freestyle interpretation of the traditional as well because within the Kempo systems that we do, now it doesn't matter if it's spelled with an N or with an N, Kempo is Kempo, translation of which is it's your own unique individual interpretation of the system, where it be from a traditional standpoint, we now try to get it into a more modern day application. Okay. That's cool. And Chris, can I jump in just Push for can. a very short second? Um, these guys are all so modest, mm. right? They've travelled from, you know, hundreds of miles away, yeah. right? And they've come down here, they've travelled around the world, and they haven't even mentioned it. They've just gone, oh, I'm down from Leeds. 
But Dan, Darrell, you've trained in Okinawa. You're an, an expert martial arts. Um, your job um, is, is obviously uh, very important as well. You know, in your experience, you've had experience all over the world training and fighting. Darrell, you're what fifth Dan? Yeah, so you're a fifth. See, so they're not even mentioning this stuff. Yeah. How long have you guys been doing it, did you say? Third? I've been doing it since the seven. Yeah, and now what do you know? Uh, 51. <laughs> <laughs> a while then. So, while. Yeah. yeah, so you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, Mr Spears is a, is a world champion, Scottish champion, European, English champion, world, world British. British. All everything. the champions. Just about everything going. And yourself, well, you're a high-ranking dancer. Yeah, I've been training since I was four years old on and off. Uh, been training in the States, I've trained in, in Europe, I've, I've, I've competed on yeah. a world level. Yeah. I'm currently running the 63 black belt in Kimbo Systems. Yeah. Uh, last instructor of which was Jorn Brandt of the uh, Danish uh, school over in Kimbo under Master Lion Tatum. He didn't even mention it, Chris, did that? <laughs> no, well, I mean, that to me, that's been a a plus point not 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 no. I'm going to say it's a plus point but it's been uh, something that stood out you know everybody's been so humble and yeah. um, great, yeah. willing to share their experiences and uh, uh, the really nice thing as well is to accept ideas from other people yeah. um, we'll keep going around the table and then we'll start talking about the, the weekend is that alright go on sorry mum I don't want to no is that okay keep going yeah, I just, I just explained that's, that's my wife yeah don't miss her out. I didn't, well, I wasn't going to, but I didn't want to. Yeah, it's just that we were going around the table and I didn't want to not acknowledge you were sat there and seem rude. So I'll just wave. Hello, there we go. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm Wayne. I'm from Dudley. I'm a second dan black belt in karate. Um, I'm pretty recent to it, really. I've only been doing it 16, 18 years. Um, was an instructor. I'm, I'm not instructing at the moment with, with that club. Um, my main training is here with the compass training. I'm mm. um, hoping to um, move out on my own, start my own club and, uh, mm. and, and do compass. Okay, it's cool. Into, into that. Awesome. Mm. Sorry, I was being really unprofessional and having a big drink of Coca-Cola just before doing that. Sorry, guys. And Chris, what a wonderful thing to say as well. Mm. I'm quite recent to it. I've only been I know, I was, I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A recent 18 years. And they mean it as well. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Are you all right there, so you look very tired. We're all actually really knackered, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be fine tomorrow's when it's gonna hurt. I'm Jimmy Ann from Manchester. As a kid, I messed about with Wing Chun and the Billy Davis and Samuel Quark. Wow, um, yeah. yeah, they're good guys, really good guys. Yeah. Um, did what we all did, got to like 1920, it was 1990s Manchester, yeah. experimented in some stuff and had a change. Bumped into a friend of mine who we used to train with called Liam Wandy, really great guy, black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, black belt in Judo, black belt in Koshan Karate, mm -hmm. and we sat down and he spoke and had the realisation of what was missed in my life, what what was the change, so for seven years now I've been doing BJJ under Liam, who's just moved down to London unfortunately to be with Eddie Cohn, okay. and then that's it, and then now I moved to John Bank, who's just moved from the big white boat, he's been to Manchester where all the martial arts yeah. were kept. We've all just been shipped out. So. Where well, they were kept. Yeah. Caged up. That's where the strange people are. A big neon warning sign. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Mark. Um, I'm Karen. I originally started um, Shotokan Karate in Norfolk. Okay. Trained there for about 12 years. Moved north. Had Best about, place. Had about a year's gap. Sorry. 
And I've just started training again um, in traditional Shotokan with Warsaw Dojo. Okay. With Steve Carless, yep. who's a great instructor. Um, I have taught in the past, but since I've moved, I'm just a student again, which is fine by me. Really enjoying it, and I've really enjoyed the weekend. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're always students, aren't we? Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that, guys. Right. What I will say is when we start this in a minute, so it's always nice to get that bit done first because it sort of calms everybody down a little bit. <laughs> but um, when I'm putting any questions out there, I don't feel you need to take turns. You just sort of throw your answers in as and when. That's, that'd be fine. So um, I think what would be really, really nice to do is to go r- right back to the start. Um, not not right, right back to the start. Mm, not no. the prenatal no, start. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we're not doing any more of that. <laughs> little inside joke there. Um, <laughs> But I know that my listeners will, for sure, they'll kill me on email if I don't ask a little bit about your training, how it started, what prompted it. You know, I won't say go into your martial arts history because that would take us the rest of the week, if not the rest of the month, probably are you, are to go to. Are you through. saying that I'm very experienced or I waffle a lot? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be impossible to go into the experience without the waffle, really. Oh, nice. It's a lot there, isn't That's it? To a really be fair. Good comeback. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, uh, you know, yeah, I've been around here. Yeah, you've. Well, again, like these guys would be modest. I think to say that you've been around is rather an understatement, isn't it? That's I mean, is there, is there any way you haven't been? <laughs> would be an easy way of saying it. Oh, you're very sweet. Thank you. Well, it's true. It's true. Um, so yes, what was back to the start? Yeah. When did you first start in martial arts, and what was it that prompted yeah. you? Yeah. So um, I guess the early days, like I was kind of influenced by it as a kid anyway, because some of my family trained mm. with when I was like a, well, yeah, two or three years old, when Jeremy Yao first came over to Birmingham okay. and he was teaching. And so some of my family got involved in that. I don't know, a, bo- a boxer, one of my uncles was a boxer, like the Irish side of my family. And um, then my, a couple of my aunties got involved in the Kung Fu. Okay. And um, so I kind of grew up with hearing these stories, you know, like one of my aunties knocked out three blokes in a... <laughs> wow. Yeah, and she's not, like, she's not rough, you know, she's mm. quite petite, but it was in the ball ring centre in the 70s, three skinheads started on a vodka mugger, and she just, boom, 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 because she'd been doing Kung Fu for 10 years. Mm. And it's like, wow, really? You know, so you get exposed to these stories, mm. so you, it kind of influences you. And they took me around a, a little bit as a kid. They were fighting on the competi- competition circuit sure. as well, so I got exposed to a lot of those guys. Um, jump forward I guess I'm probably about 11 years old it was a bit of a bit of a sort of I won't say a tear away really but a bit, I was a bit cheeky yes. you know what I mean I think I was, yeah, we, most of us go through that stage yeah, at one time yeah, or another don't we yeah, yeah. and um, my uncle brought over uh, one of my uncles brought over Bruce Lee film and I watched it and I was I'm going to disappoint everybody right now because I looked at it and I was like that's crap are you having a laugh that's what and my uncle's like, this is amazing, this is the most amazing stuff. I have to say though, Chris, right, um, after getting into Kung Fu seriously, sort of when I was 12, 13, when I really started, mm. then I really respected mm. Bruce Lee, and I still okay. do to this day. Absolute hero of mine, grew up with posters, his posters on my wall as a mm. boy. I know, like yourself, probably all the guys in the yeah. and because we know the words to all of his films. Yeah. You know, yep. inside out. Yes. So, but but when I first saw it, I thought, what? So you go through those stages, and you go, oh, that's not real. Then you go, oh no, actually, I appreciate what the, the you know what's mm. actually the content of that. You know, so um, am I waffling again? No, no, you're not waffling. Sure. It's fine. I'm listening intently. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm. Right, so, uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, so I started in the Kung Fu and then started training quite diligently. I'm a bit obsessive as well. Um, I'm a bit OCD, I'm, a, I'm dyslexic and all this other nonsense going on. You too, yeah? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Right. it's quite standard in martial yeah. arts, actually. Okay, it really cool. is. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I wasn't doing great at school mm. and uh, we had a break into my house when I was a kid and we had tried to... I was in the house and they tried to burn the house down. Oh, jeez. So, so scary when you're a kid, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. So, um, and it was like a coincidence. A couple of my mates, like a week later, said to me, do you want to come down to this Kung Fu class? Mm, Kung Fu club. Mm, I'm not going. Took me down. I walked into the class and I was like, just, I can't even, I'm not even going to say it on your podcast what I was thinking, mate. <laughs> incredible. Just off the scale. And I was like, wow, okay, this is great. So it got me immediately from the first time I walked into that class and saw him I can still see it now looking back in my mind 35 years ago whatever it was I can still see exactly uh, what what caught me you know it was mm. this beautiful form it was strong it was vibrant it was flexible it was intense it was disciplined you know and these guys could handle themselves and I thought well it was like that was like something from a film wasn't it is that it? the wind that's the wind <laughs> It's just a storm, it's fine. No, no, it's not. It's about my story, Chris. Like, oh, it's it. just like <laughs> rustling up to. He's like, yeah, come on. Right, where's the punchline? Someone's going to walk through the door to challenge us all in a moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I, look, just cut a long story short. So, I really, really got into it in a big way, started training. Then I ended up uh, a couple of years later, I went, um, I moved in with a. Uh, uh, family life wasn't great for me as a kid. And I ended up moving in with a Chinese, not not really moved, not even really being adopted, but from the age of about fourteen, I suppose, I started hanging around with some Chinese um, people that I knew at a Chinese community centre uh, in Birmingham. And um, from there, that was it for me. That was it. I was just like I was off, just training there like a maniac with those guys day mm. in day out. Ended up going off to Hong Kong um, when I was about eighteen, something like that. Trained out in Hong Kong, ended up living in China for 10 odd years, went wow. to university out there and all that stuff. That's quite a leap at 18, isn't it, to move? Yeah, it is, but you know, like, really obsessive. Yeah. Just kept doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, you know, just like wow. we had to do this weekend. Yes, absolutely. So, um, just a, a couple of minutes ago, obviously, I spoke about your experiences traveling around the world and, and experiencing different cultures and the training the different arts and, and um, being able to learn from and train with the different masters of all the, these different mm. disciplines is there I've always wondered this, this is a bit of a little bit of a selfish one for me is there anything an, an art that you've not managed to experience yet that you're still wanting to tick off that you're wanting to try training in or experience at all wow that's a great question um, yeah there must be so many um, off the top of my head I can't think but I wonder. I mean, I did have a kind of a stock answer for that question a few years ago, mm. but I think it's changed out. When, when people used to, used to ask me that, um, so so I wrote a book, Chris. Yep. I wrote a book, and in it, I researched three hundred different arts mm-hmm. around the world. And there was this one thing that really intrigued me. It was I forget. Do you know what? I can't remember the name of it now. It was an African uh, martial art, right. and, and the guys used to uh, wrap a chain. They'd wrap a chain around their fist, and then they just fight. <laughs> I know and I thought god I, I really won't do that um, and there was another another one which wasn't really a martial art but I included it in the book um, um, there's a South American culture I don't know if you if you, if you, if you any of you guys have seen this on YouTube you can google it um, there's a South American culture where uh, one day of the year 
people come together uh, and they just all of them like give each other absolute hell they just I've heard that you've seen it yeah. like bare fist fighting on the streets that's right yeah and it's sometimes the police have to come in with horses mm-hmm. and you know why they agree to do this in their culture and it's legal mm. it's because they believe that only if they shed the blood of a, a different tribesman from a different tribe will their crops grow well and they'll be able to feed themselves it's absolute chaos <laughs> lunacy barbarousy and it's wonderful at the same time mm. this is a, a genuine part of their culture and I also think Chris I'll stop talking in a second but I also think about that um, it's, it's kind of a good way for tribes and to let off steam mm. right wrongs you know and like in the past you know instead of building up grudges they just get it all sorted, sorted out sorted it out yeah. so it's not like a not like a Saturday evening in Rotherham then sorry to any <laughs> listeners from Rotherham there it's a little bit different to that so fast forward to um, the compass method was that was this a fairly recent thing or is this yeah. something that's been it's been there yeah. for years sort yeah. of milling around and was it a case of um, it, it's finally come to fruition in development recently or have you, is it more that you felt that the time was right to, to, to share it with everybody was your, it your questions are great they're really on point uh, really on point man but I'll that's try. because well because you're <laughs> an expert martial artist as well so you oh, keep you going. know feeling yeah <laughs> um, alright so just a quick one about the compass so um, yeah it's always been in there I've always been frustrated with teaching Kung Fu and I've always thought I'm not a good enough teacher. I'm just not good enough because my students aren't getting it. And the only answer that I can come to is I'm not good enough at passing that on. And I think there is a degree of truth in that. But so I started, I thought I've got to simplify it. So I developed a system called ABC Combat System, mm-hmm. knife, stick and hand fighting. 26, it's based on like movements of the alphabet, let's say, but everything's interchangeable. I thought I'll teach combatives. So I did that for 10 years. And people got really good at it. And we taught, uh, you know, we taught a lot of people. We taught a lot of, um, some of the guys here, in fact, um, that came on this course were involved in some of the early ABC um, stuff. And that was great. And then I started taking people back to Shaolin Temple. I do do a trip like every year. We usually try and get out and go somewhere. And we take 10, 15, 20 people, something Mm. like that. So I thought, oh, this year we'll go to Shaolin Temple. Went over to the temple. And I was te- I got a massive privilege, Chris, like, like, like a pinnacle of my career, mm. really. I got to go to the temple. We got to be the first Westerners to be at, to access the living quarters of the inner temple. So my guys all got to live with the monks in their quarters, not wow. like segregated, you know. Yeah. Um, they blessed my system. We had a, like about an hour-long Buddhist ceremony. Um, and... Uh, the, uh, and I got to teach as well. I'm thinking, Jesus, I'm teaching my own system in the sh- in the world. Wow. The hell, it's like come full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so I'm thinking, God, this is like the pinnacle. I've done some pretty cool things. Like I've I've had a TV show, written a book, read around the world, had a few fights here, there, and everywhere. You mm. know, so I, it's like I'm really quite. I've I've done all right. You know, yeah, I've yeah. got out there and done all right. And um, but this pinnacle of my career. So I'm feeling quite proud. Mm. bit of a proud moment and then the, the, the abbot um, you guys was anyone no, so some of them came with us some of the guys that were here today I saw the, some of the photos and did it you? did look fantastic I must say I was only slightly jealous oh, slightly Chris, jealous come with us next time yeah well um, if my wife's listening please Christ, would, Christmas presents it would be good for him yes there you go there you go so um, 
so anyway the abbot pulled me aside and he goes this is great this is great what you're doing it's really good thank you for teaching that lovely and he goes so you know you speak Chinese you're uh, you're uh, you know Kung Fu and Tai Chi as well mm. oh and I was like yeah right and then he goes to me when you go home return to teaching Kung Fu okay right <laughs> there you go then yeah and I was like mm, right okay but I thought about it and I thought do you know what it just made sense Penny dropped mm. and Penny really dropped and I was like actually that's what I want to do mm. but I've just been failing mm. all these years been failing at teaching you know because people are not getting getting it yeah so I really put my thinking cap on and I realised the problem isn't that I'm a crap teacher the problem is that the way I learned was different to the way I teach. Mm. So the way I learned was an apprentice system. So mm. I was doing six hours a day and then pretty much living with the Chinese and then I was in China for 10 years and blah, 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 blah. It was an apprentice system. And when people are training two or three times a week, it's never going to be the same. There's just too much quantity. And I thought, how can I solve that problem? Right, The abbots set me on a new path. How can I solve that problem? So I looked into the arts and I was like, you know what? Why is Kung Fu dying? Why is, why, is Kung, why is Kung Fu becoming less and less? And the reason is because people like me are failing. Okay. The masters, the people who've learned it, are failing to pass it on because we can't do apprenticeship systems. Yeah. People have jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I created the Compass. Because it was like, I've got to be brave and simplify. Yeah. If I simplify everything down and then make it more like a system that's digestible... Mm-hmm. You know, you can get good within three to five years instead of twenty. Fantastic, yeah. I mean, um, f- my, we'll go around the room in a moment if that's all right with everybody. With big voices, I know you're tired, but with big voices so we can hear you. Um, not for my hearing, but for the microphone. A bit, well, a bit both to be fair. Um, but for me, I, I'll be honest. Uh, I arrived yesterday. I had absolutely. I don't know if this is the same for some of you guys, but I had absolutely no idea what to expect. I had these different thoughts. I'm sat in a hotel room the night before thinking. I wonder if it'll be like this or I wonder if it'll be like that or we'll do more of this or more of that or and all these ideas were going around my head and then we we arrived just to share a little bit of the experience I won't talk too much about it and this I'm not allowed to I don't know Um, but um, when we arrived um, and it it was a fantastic experience the warm up the warm up guys they like that warm up it was good I was it was bizarre because we were doing it I had this big smile on my face (laughs) we are a bit weird aren't we I'm really enjoying this but when you say it was 45 minutes I thought we were talking about this last night 20 minutes maybe but not 45 but I I, I, and at one point I was we were punching away and I was trying to stay it was you wasn't it 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 I'm pointing across the table at the person but in fairness your voice got a Proper, tr- yeah. you know, you were training your voice while we were all punching yeah, our arms. You'd be able to be a town crier or something. <laughs> yeah, but no, we did. A, somebody worked it out. It was like two thousand seven hundred punches or something that we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's quite a lot. Yeah, um, but it was it was really it was really interesting. I found I've not I've not pushed myself like that with a single technique for for a very long time. Yeah, because as instructors, I found yeah. personally you can sort of well. I, one of the things I found is I practice the things I'm already good at. Yeah, right. It's easy to yeah, do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, practice yeah. the things I'm already good at. I don't stand and punch like that for ages. So when we started, I'm thinking, oh, I'm getting tired now. Yeah. Ten minutes in, I'm getting tired now. And then it was almost like I found this 
little bit of voice in my head that I've not used since I was a student as a teenager. The bit that was not the competitive edge, but like the, the come on, keep going, come on, keep going. Yeah. And at one point, I actually got zoned out completely. I was looking out the window at the clouds, listening for the number and punching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd gone somewhere else completely. Mm-hmm. And then 45 brilliant. minutes had come and Just gone. Brilliant. Just brilliant. And then we all stood and went, oh, God. <laughs> so we've got a room, Chris, haven't we, of like four, five, six, seven damn people. People have been doing it for 30 years. People yeah. have been fighting around the world. You know, we've got some military guys in here. We've just got a bunch of hard... There was 30 hard blokes and mm. women in the room. And no one, hardly anyone had met before properly. No. And it's like, what's the great equaliser? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the great equaliser is we all started as students, right? Mm-hmm. And we all went into that zone of moving meditation. Mm-hmm. And so when I said to Mr. Owens, give him a few punches, yeah? <laughs> Off he went. <laughs> 45 minutes later and I was looking in, in all of your eyes and I could see that rekindling that fire that is mm-hmm. in you getting sparked up again by that repetition and repetition and that challenge in yourself yeah, yeah. and that being that order you know what did what, what were we shouting or oh, numbers or something numbers. Like numbers. Yeah. one two three just over and over and over and over again and um, two lots of, of ten in swap legs yeah, just over and over and over and over again. And, you know, again, like we have that, we were talking today, weren't we? We were saying, like, beginners will go, wow, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Experts will say, oh, that's pointless. But real experts will say, ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what you're saying, isn't it? Saying, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I mean, I found, um, or go around the room and ask for, you know, you guys what you think. But I found that personally, um, the, the weekend's been one of um, learning, without a doubt, uh, training, pushing myself again properly. Um, because you know we all like to say we train, I, you know, yeah. but you know yeah. it's different when someone else is telling you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, sharing, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've just said that. Um, philosophy, mm-hmm. t- discussing, talking, learning as well, mm-hmm. and uh, friendship. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to count you all as friends now. I don't care if you don't like me, but I like you. So <laughs> it's a one-sided friendship if needs me. That might be unhealthy, but you know that's what the police are for. Um, but no. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've personally, I've, I found, I think through this, this experience of um, thinking, training, sharing, training together, sweating together, being in pain together, mm-hmm. helping each other, you know, there's been several guys, that, you know, it's just part of training, you know, sometimes yeah. you get hurt, you know, helping each other out, you're all right there, do you want some help, you know, mm-hmm. and then another important thing, something that I've never really studied before, actually learning to heal, to help, mm-hmm. that was a really interesting part, I wasn't expecting that, mm-hmm. um, so you guys, let, I could keep talking, I know it's my podcast, but what do you guys think, sir? Uh, me, my point of view is like, because I teach 24-7, I don't get a chance to do anything. So for me coming down here, I'm totally unfit. But I managed to keep going on the punches because you had left your mug on the, on the windowless, Chris, so I just kept on focusing on that. Darrell beside me, and every time he was gone, I was gone, I said, well, keep time with him. But I just, as you said, so do it because my shoulder started to really get sore. And I went no after that, and then I started laughing at myself. I saw a big grin no, come across your right. face about 30 minutes in. Yeah, so I just started laughing, and it was the way to focus with me, keep yourself happy, keep yourself focused, and forget about the pain and just keep going. Mm. But it was good when I was watching left and right, you can mm. see the guys, the guy with a big bald head beside me, he was spouting. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few of them, <laughs> just to clarify. There's, there's a lot of big guys with bald heads. <laughs> When you look down at his feet, when you manage to get a wee tramp, it was full of water. And then Darrell started <laughs> to up the ground. And I'm like, ah, 
I've still got one this stupid fleece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had mine on as well, but I was like, I'm not stopping to no, take I'm, it off. I'm not going to be that no, first no, guy. No, no. <laughs> I was a good, good to actually see if you can still do your stuff. Yeah. And see how much you still in your memory bank and to see if your body can do that as well. Because when you look at when you're doing your students, we're stunning, students are doing, mm-hmm. but it was a reversal. I'm a student and I'm doing I'm got up. You know what these guys feel like after all that time mm, I've been yeah. coaching, which was really good. And do you know what? Can I just say as well? Um, it's like nowadays in martial arts, it's really uh, difficult for an instructor to tell somebody do a reverse punch for an hour. Yeah. Do you know? You know Absolutely. I mean? Because you think, well, I'm going to lose students. I'm going to lose this. Like those commercial pressures are on us, mm-hmm. and we. It's very easy for instructors to end up catering to the students. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And so. It's a great equaliser. Come into this club. I'm not going to cater to any single one of you. I'm going to be as true as I can to what I want you to learn. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. Yeah. And luckily, 30 people absolutely loved it. And lots of you are coming back. I did, about two years ago, Chris. No, about three, three, four years ago, I did a course. Sometimes I put on like weird courses, you know. And I did a course and I said, you're going to do one technique for one year. Yeah. You were on it, actually. Yeah, weren't you? Yeah, you, and that was it. They come. What was it? One full day a month was it? Or every Sunday. Yeah. Every Sunday, they come and they do one technique for one year. <laughs> Are we allowed to say what it was? <laughs> oh. no, no, it's not secret. No, they, it was just a technique like bam, bam, bam. Do you remember it? You ain't gonna forget it ever, are you? Yeah. And that's I, the point. I would imagine, yeah. isn't it, that you won't forget it, it ever? Was, yeah, one year, and we just broke it down and we did it one year. All of us, boom, 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 boom. Eight hours, book, 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 book for a whole year. And I thought, when I thought of that concept, I thought no one's going to sign up for that. Was it? Fear not the man who has practiced a thousand techniques. Fear the man who has practiced a single technique a thousand times. They practice it about a couple of million. <laughs> a million yeah. times. The thing is, Chris, I thought no one would come to it. You right. know, especially in this day and age. Mm-hmm. The course was packed. Wow. They were all really high level people. It says something, doesn't it, though, that about the industry, uh, say industry, the, how would you martial arts collective I think that's what they're crying out for quite a lot at the moment absolutely um, I, I remember the, the experiences as a child I mean it's, it's difficult though isn't it because it's, it's as you say it's the commercial aspects and the pressures on it but there's also the, the thing that we don't like to talk about but there's also the pressures that were put upon with health and safety and mm. and all this oh, sort of stuff which is important and I'm, I'm never going like to say there's like 10 nodding heads but, around it yeah. like every right. single master in it is like yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> but I feel in this group personally I after we that set the tone the opening for me set the tone I, I knew right now we're going to get pushed and I don't know what the direction what direction this is going to take but it also instilled in me an, an element of trust mm-hmm. as well. Um, and once I felt that, I was relaxed. Now, I, I don't know, you guys can say whatever you feel with your experiences, but I personally, I spent the first day quite confused. But I found that that confusion wasn't, nece- it wasn't necessarily that I didn't understand. It was more that I was getting in my own way through 30 years of thinking in one particular way. Yep. And it, it was this afternoon yep. when we were practicing the compass Mm-hmm. It clicked. Okay. It suddenly, and it wasn't. I don't know even how to explain it. It was. It, it just clicked, and it made sense all of a sudden. You see my beautiful wife over there smiling. Yes, she's got a great smile. Yes. We had this conversation last night, didn't we? Was it this morning or last night? About them. She's like, "What conversation? <laughs> what are you talking about?" Last night, 
Last night, yeah, okay. So we had a conversation about, she goes, how did it go today? And I was like, ah, oh, it was okay. And she's like, well, what do you mean it's okay? It must mm. have been great. And I was like, no, nah. I was like, I didn't do a good enough job. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, uh, it just didn't click, you know, it just didn't click mm. for them, it didn't click. And like, and I was like, and then I've, I struggled with that all night and I woke up really early this morning and I was like, I know what it is. It's because they haven't, repeated the compass enough to make the second compass click yeah and then like you say you it just, just it just clicked in yeah yeah and it was just a case of did you, was that just like to say on that um to be fair yeah when did it click for us it was probably last month i yeah. would say when it all came together and these guys have been we've been here for a year, year. Mm. Yeah. and it just clicked and everything just changed the whole yeah. game it just, changed it did it completely blew it apart yeah. By adding that second compass to it, blew it apart. And it was just like, wow. Yeah, can understand this. I think now. every single one of us felt that way. Yeah. Okay. Every single one of us. I feel alright now then. Yeah. One day's not bad. Hey, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good going, man. Yeah. I'd say that. Yeah. yeah but no, it, it, it almost, I, I'm not going to say that. I, I, I still had to keep referring back to the, the yeah, sure. it was, which I was really quite, it's clever. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. The way that it's saying, because, you know, we're, we're, I think the way that we learn, we're, we're sort of, we're systemized, aren't we? It's the way we've, we've, we've been brought up. You know, you, 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 sit, you sit in rows, mm. you go to school, um, and you wait in lines mm. when you're waiting for things. You know, we're just, that's how we, we are. Um, and, you know, I'm, I have this, in my school, we have a syllabus, it's all in lines on the wall. Mm. And we learn it in a certain order. So we're sort, I'm, I'm used to working that way. And then this was different. It was in a circle. So for the guys who haven't, who are listening to the, the, the podcast, who yes. haven't maybe um, seen that or done mm-hmm. that, what could I just, I'm sorry, I'm kind of interviewing you. No, yeah, it's so, great. It makes yeah, my job easier. Yeah, yeah. So could you just sort of, like, what was your experience? Like, could you explain what was going on with that? Okay, so um, this is probably where I butcher it and get it completely wrong. So please feel free to interject if I do talk absolute crap at this point. But for me, there were, if you think of a compass, so you've got north, south, east, and west, and then you've got the, um, the sections in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were basically, we were drilling a, uh, if, you, if, you, if you take a forward stance from however you train um, facing north, um, and then we had a selection of techniques that worked on those different degree points all the way around. Um, so we worked on some attacking um, drills and then some defensive drills that you could put them on top of each other. If you think you've got two compasses and you laid them around on top of each other. Uh, and you could practice one, you could practice north, north for the defense and north for the attack. But then you could turn it so that north for the attack was pointing to northeast mm-hmm. for the defense. But they all they all worked together. And, and to, again, to start with, I really, it didn't, it just... It didn't work in my head because I wasn't used to thinking like that. Mm. Um, you know, we this this happens, you do this. Mm. This happens, you do this. But this system allows you to think of I don't how many points are there. I don't know how 16. many. Right, but so you've got sixteen combinations of sixteen that can all work. Mm-hmm. It's just mm. uh, and that uh, that was the point at which I kind of went ah, I get this now. Yeah, it's yep. not limited. It just you can just keep constantly changing it. And, and and I think that's I think I can be happy with myself for develop, developing that, and I think I think that I did a good job for the abbot, mm. what he asked me to do, because people can take it home mm. and they can practice it, and they don't have to give up the day job like mm. I did. It know? was yeah, what I found with it is it's once I understood it, it was it's very very simple, but you have got the ability to keep training it and working it in 
not an infinite number of ways, but you can just keep changing it and, and, and well, I'll try this, I'll try that. And what, what happens if I do this? And what happens if I do that? And if I turn it completely this way, what would happen? Um, and yeah, it's, it's really cool. Thank you, man. And, you know, just to pick up on that point that you mm. said, the turning, the idea, the ultimate idea is, you'll know this anyway because you're such an expert yourself, but the, the ultimate idea is to teach students that there's no right or wrong way. It's mm-hmm. just anything goes with anything. There's just flow between everything because mm. everything's fluid isn't it you never know you can't have a set pattern in your head because it doesn't, mm. doesn't translate properly to uh, self-defense and i think the proof in it's well i like i don't know whether the term effectiveness is correct but in its application was we had people in there from traditional japanese backgrounds from korean backgrounds from brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, wing chun laogar all stood doing the same thing and we were all doing the same thing, and there was moment, wasn't it, that? and yeah. there was, beautiful. and what was really interesting about it was there was very, which, which was really cool when you picked up about this on the the, the the first day, and I was guilty of this, and I was guilty of this. I I liked I, well up until then I liked to learn by asking lots of questions, mm. and I was I don't know if it was with anybody in here I can't remember, um, but I was asking a lot. Mm. Why is this and why this? Why is this and why this? Why 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 why? Because I'm just like that. I'm just a nosy git, basically. But it's when you said, no, no more talking. Yeah, no more talking. Just do it. Mm. And we did. Yeah, and everybody did. (laughs) And you've got 10 seconds to explain it. (laughs) Don't talk any more than that. That's already too much. And then get on and do it. Follow the man. If you don't, just use your eyes and look. Absorb what he's doing. Just do it. And you know what? You're good enough. You're all good enough. Mm. You don't need to talk too much and hide behind words. It's not about thinking. It's about feeling and doing. Just do it. And even if you get it wrong, it's not wrong. It's still right. It's fine. Just carry on, carry on, carry on. So you guys, what did you think? What did you find? What did you learn? What did you find from yourself in this experience? Other than very sore arms. Well, the different aspects <laughs> coming through my side is quite good because I can take some of that home and apply it to my students and show them what, what job you do and what really happens down here because I think it's phenomenal. And mm. I will be coming back down. Thank you, mate, yeah. And for me seeing that there, it opened my eyes because it's yeah. not just a case of Oh, we're all we're all brilliant at different things, but we're all doing the same thing, and everybody was equal. Well, everybody was knee. Yeah. Oh, you're better than me. You're better than me. But everybody got the same. All right. I was asking some of the guys, right? What my name, Brian? They would correct it. You know what I mean? Same way about my Darrow and all that. It was flowing. Mm-hmm. What I like to watch, see, and then do. Mm-hmm. If you give me a bit of paper, I'll just throw it away because it's no use reading it because it doesn't make more sense to me. Just put that in context. Just put that in context. You remember having an awful lot of fights. Yeah. yeah, you spent. I think you spent your life in the military, and and you can edit that out if you don't want him to mention that. But yeah, you spent your life in the military, and you've been all over the place, biting people's noses off. What does a nose taste like? There's a different noses in different parts of the world. Just just to put it in context before we get any worse. My wife's American. That's all right. Having my mate, having my mates are American. Uh, I've got a lot of guys who are there in the Gulf. I still keep in contact with these guys. And I've been across to uh, Mississippi for meet someone. And then I've been in contact with a couple of more guys I haven't seen for about 13, 14 years. And I've actually got one of the Americans coming over to Scotland uh, to spend three weeks with me. And then we're going to go back to Florida or wherever he stays. And this is all through, like yourself, coming yeah. doing yeah. things. Right, I was in the Gulf War, we met these guys. Mm. Uh, but coming down here, mm. I've met a lot of good guys. 
and I'll be back. Mm. And I think it's good to interact with different people in different mm. Absolutely. Because you've got a lot of associations that's closed doors. Yeah. You're not allowed in here to talk to me. You mean closed doors in martial arts? No. Really? Well, I think, you know what, guys? I, like, we've got nothing to hide. No. And so why close your doors? Well, my door's open. Sense, sense, is it? I, yeah. I like, as I was talking to Alan, I like people to come in and show my students something I've not showed them because I'll only know what I know. He'll know what he knows. He'll come in and give my students something else they can adapt to. Mm. You come down. And if you don't embrace that with martial arts, then you're not a martial artist. Mm. You're basically. Well, that was another thing for this weekend when not Kevin yeah. coffees. We had individuals. Yeah. 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 I couldn't tell. <laughs> Sometimes, like train spotting. Uh, but this week, my son, he's, uh, he'll look at me and he'll go, I can't do what you can do, that, but I can't do what you can do. He teaches your new guys that goes into the ring, he'll teach all of them, and I'll stick to the martial arts side of it, because when I get in there, he'll just waste me. But when the flare, there's no chance he'll never get there anywhere near me. But at the end of the day, we've got to embrace what other people have got to bring to the table just mm. as well because they've be- if he's better than me teaching the fighting because he's been there he's done it he's got the belts he said it's all faces his mommy's shouted at me because he's come back with black eyes and everything else and that's why I embrace it everybody's got to open themselves up to what's out there it's not just what's in your dojo there's more systems out there and more better people than what you are very cool very cool, very cool. anybody else would like to share anything Go on. you just never stop mm-hmm. learning yeah, very true. I think as long as you keep an open mind. I've tried a couple of different things, yeah. but I really enjoyed it this weekend. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it crossed over, and I saw when people were doing their little teachy bits at the end, it all linked in. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing the same thing, just in different ways. We were saying it's like different yeah, dialects. It's like different dialects yeah. in the country. Same, yeah. same word. Dialect, yeah. Same word. Yeah, well, dialect, except for yeah. hook and hook. <laughs> I once taught at a school in Newcastle and I was or was it Liverpool it was one of the, the same I'm joking I'm joking don't start moaning um, and I was teaching a hook kick and I'm going on about right we're going to do this hook kick and they're all looking at me like what's he on about and their instructor went hook and they went oh <laughs> they didn't know what I was talking about because I was in hook kick it was yeah. quite hilarious but anyway um, who and I've already said this when I, when I you know when I arrived yesterday I was I wouldn't say I was apprehensive I was unsure, and I think if I'm if we're honest, and I'm I'm happy to be honest with this, a lot of my experiences with other martial arts and with other training, um, I've put off in the past, not out of fear or apprehension, I suppose, but sort of what if this or what if that? Did anybody have a little bit of that before yes. they? It's, it's like oh God! Everyone's woken yeah, up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like you've got this insecurity in yourself where you seem like. Like, I've been doing this for for years. I've been living this and breathing this for years. Today, campuses like this, I almost feel almost so insecure. It's almost going back to like a childlike mentality. It's day one. I don't know anyone. Am I going to make any friends? Am I going to fit in here? Mm-hmm. And then when the instructor comes in, and he's so calm and so relaxed, and you go, okay, this is interesting. And then, as we said, we get the warm up, 
and people are just going crazy for like 45 minutes of constant punching. And I'm looking at this guy walking around, and he's got this biggest grin on his face because he's going, thank goodness it's not, not me, David. This is going, <laughs> I can't do this. I'm just sitting there going. I jokingly said, just to explain, at the end, um, all the guest instructors had to, took it in turns at, at sharing some of their information, which was a fantastic experience. But I turned to the guy next to me. Was he? It was us, wasn't it? I jokingly said, when I get up, I'm going to ask for a volunteer. I'm going to say, take a right stance for me. Okay, we're going to work reverse punch. Ready? One. Two. And I was just going to walk off and leave him stood there. Three. Four. And everybody's just going, yeah! But then I decided to not do that because that would be not a very nice thing to do. Listen, guys, um, I'm, I'm super aware. Some people in the room here now, I mean, I, I've got a three-hour drive, which is nothing compared to some people who've got to almost like the other side of the country. Um, so, and I appreciate your time and we need to get off just to close would anybody like to say anything about um, their experiences from this weekend anything in particular that they feel they've gained or would look forward to doing well, again it's on my mind up to martial arts again because I was stagnant in my system mm-hmm. where I was teaching my system 24-7 but no my system system I learned but I've now had a, a refresh in my mind and said wait a minute there's merely this stuff from what meets the eye Mm-hmm. And myself, Chris, you brought my eyes to the world again, own martial arts. No, I mean, sorry, what did you just say? I've always been something about your eyes. No idea, no idea of your eyes. Oh, okay, sexy eyes. Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah, I've brought my eyes again to the martial arts world because it's been stagnant for a long time for me because I've passed on my knowledge, my knowledge has been passed on me, and I'll black belt, so I've got through but now I've to a step back and say, right, what makes you student again? Well, that's a real honour coming from someone as, as experienced, not just in like the technicalities of martial arts, but somebody who's been there and done it. You know, uh, so thank you very much uh, for being open to you know to learning with us. Well, it was actually thanks to you for the right he's done. You know, I was yeah. quite surprised yeah. by the invitation. I was like, that's the actually, I actually oh. went out with a printed off a certificate. I went, yeah. Look what I've got you slotting in lot. Who's he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> See? I got that from work. What are you going to say to? I'm going and I don't care. It's one of my law students who's actually trained me, Chris, uh, years ago. She, she came as a DVD so that Chris uh, is anything, years it? ago. And I went up in my loft, right? And... I went through all my crap to see if I could find that. And it's actually in my bag and it's actually signed to Cobra, even though he spelt it wrong. But, uh, <laughs> 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 but How did you spell Cobra wrong? <laughs> I actually still got this and it's mint condition, because it's never been out. It's been tucked in an envelope with all my Bruce Lee, well, sorry, all my Bruce Lee books and all my books I've got. Mm. I've had books since I've been 12 and they're in one It's not just me that does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody gets to go. So that I've, when I first showed my way, my first Bruce Lee book, I actually opened it like that. And I says, can you see it? And I shut it and put it back in the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I must admit, I've carried that. I brought a DVD all the way down with me. And I showed the guys. And I went, like, hey, you want to watch this guy tell anybody? I can't even get your name right. And they were like, no, we'll see him tomorrow. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Um, I appreciate your time. I know that a lot of you are absolutely knackered. You're just sort of propping yourselves up on the end of the table. Um, but no, it's been nice to, you know, even just the, you know, just having people to listen. It also helps the dynamic of the interview as well um, thank you to Mr Chris Cradelli for the invitation and for very kindly Master sorry Master Chris Cradelli <laughs> how dare you um, sorry I'm, I'm just teasing you know that 
I, I, I would cut out and I would do it, but oh, I can't. Yeah. It's, I can't. Yeah, I can too much. Yeah. We'll do some tea later. I'll do that. Yeah, later. do that whole tea, tea ceremony. Yeah, <laughs> but no, joking aside, thank you for the invitation. You're very welcome. And as some people have already said, thank you for um, reigniting. We, I would already said this to you at the martial arts show. Was it last, last year or the year, year yeah. before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, when I came and we I did joined a little in, bit to work together. The pushing, was it pushing yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah. listening hands. And I listened, and I that clicked in my head, and I thought, this is great. I love this. Because it's yeah. something that I'd never done before. Um, and it was like that little um, button was pressed in my head. Mm. When I, oh, I want to be the student again. That's really um, cool. Yeah. So thank you for that experience because that's kind of why I'm here today. Other than because you asked me as well. But yeah. you know that is the reason why I'm here. Um, yeah. And why I've now actually started training in a lot of other systems as well. Because it's, yeah. you know, why not, that's right? what was missing. Um, and long, long may it continue this, this, this new um, newfound positivity in the industry. Yeah. Because there's a lot of negativity, a lot yeah. of a lot of closed mindedness and nastiness yep. and spitefulness yep. and this is a real positive sort of spark. Mm. A new beginning for yeah, for change in two thousand and nineteen and beyond. Good, good. You be back? Yeah. Hell if you'd yeah. like me back. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Maybe. I am a bit like that about myself sometimes to be fair, <laughs> but you know. But no, thank you no, very we much. We welcome you back, Chris, absolutely. Thank you. And thanks for doing the podcast as well. Thanks for coming on this yeah. way and setting all this up and no you know, thanks for being interested and thank you all you guys it's just amazing to, to, to have you working here yeah. can I just um, interject and just say we'd like to say thank you from a compass perspective yeah. because you know you're on about like things like apprehension mm. and like for us it's like we could quite easily be on, on display like you know these like circus monkeys like oh these are the students of Chris Crudelli and stuff like that but thank you for the training you've given us that didn't make us feel that way You've done a lot of training, mm-hmm. not just the physical aspect, it's the yeah. ego, the pride, the lose oh, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't feel that way at all, we've just been really lucky to meet everybody and train with everybody yeah. and just share that wonderful yeah. experience. Yeah. Kind of egoless, egoless sense, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah there was no egos going on, was no. there? And a lot of people said that to me on the night, they said, because we went out for a drink, didn't we, mm-hmm. last night? People said, it's amazing, we've got such high calibre people in, in this group. There's usually always that one. There is one. There's usually always that one, but there wasn't. There was no one. Oh, it's it's Dave in the corner. He's going to bang on about his 17 degree black belt and 500 volts. But there was none of that at all. It was was really, really nice in that respect. So, to be honest, I do weed him out as best I can. Like I weed him out in the email. I'm not sure about that one. (laughs) It's martial artists. Yeah, (laughs) we're a funny bunch. Some of us more funny than others. Listen, said, thank you very much for your time and thank you Indeed. guys for your time. If anybody would like to find out more about your work and about the Compass Method, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, they can't. They can't, no, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to share anything. Okay. Our doors are closed. <laughs> I don't know, Google it. Look, look uh, we haven't got a website up, to be honest, okay. um, but I have chriscrudelli.com. Uh, I think, what's my No, it's, no, it's not. My wife's telling me off. It's crudelli.com, which is my surname, and that is spelt. C R U D E L L I dot com. You can get on there and get in touch with us, and um, we can flick you some information over if you're interested in uh, coming along and training. Fantastic, because yeah, you've always got you've got other things that go on as well, other events and things as well from time to time, yeah, which yeah, people yeah. might be interested in. Yeah, so. so this year, like every year, we try. Uh, this might be my last one this year, to be fair. Uh, well, there you go, guys. Get on it quick. Uh, we got an American. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks for picking up on that. That's all right. Uh, just laying it down, aren't we? Um, this year we've got a trip on to America. We're going to New Mexico to Albuquerque. Wow! And we're doing a shooting course. Yeah. So because I think guns are really very important. interesting. We don't usually get to as martial artists. As, uh, in the industry, there's a lot of people saying, "Oh, don't want a gun." It's there's a lot of PC stuff over here in the UK as well about guns. And I just think, well, as a martial artist, shouldn't you learn? If you learn how to use a sword, why shouldn't you learn how to use a gun? It's practical. 
you just imagine if you came like, a worst case scenario I'm not saying this is going to happen and god forbid should it ever happen but if you did pick up a gun and you had to use it to defend yourself mm. you know and you didn't know how to clear a jam or you didn't know how to I wouldn't have a clue right okay other than what I've seen in films I'd yeah. have a guess okay so what we've got is exactly so what we've got is a course where we take people to America um, I teach them the gun disarming stuff which we didn't have time to do today I teach them the disarming stuff and we've got um, directors of shooting on a range and we're teaching you to strip a gun and you're going to shoot a gun and you're not just going to shoot um, like in the military you'll probably get to you want to use SA80s Brownings anything else I'm probably using Urban Mandates yeah yeah. yeah. Glocks. Glocks. Yeah. Because they don't know where they're Okay. So, and, unless you're sort of um, from one of the more elite units, you mm. you probably would only have a handful of guns. But this, we're using foreign weapons as well. So you'll get your hands on AK-47s. You'll get your hands on Uzis. Um, Everyone's uh, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are. We have got some M16s. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, uh, Glocks, you know, so so you'll you'll get a range of learning to deal with foreign weapons, the kind of f- weapons that you might come across if you were uh, somewhere that you shouldn't be and mm. in the wrong place, wrong time, that sort of thing. So it's that. That's what we're doing this year. It's Something a bit different, yeah. different to the Shaolin Temple. Yeah, just a little bit, but it's ever changing face of the world that we live in, isn't it? I yeah. think to be prepared, knowledge is to be you know prepared, isn't it? Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, that sounds like a fantastic experience. Um, I've just I've already asked for the Shaolin Temple thing, so if I ask for the, that as well, I think I might get in trouble. I won't rock the boat too much. My wife does listen sometimes. Does she? Yeah, sometimes. So send, send him on the gun course because we're probably not going back to the temple. This might be the last <laughs> one I do. This is uh, Chris's wife. <laughs> this is the voice of Chris Crudelli. This is a special request. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let him come to America and shoot guns. He'll be a much more. In fairness, he'll be a better husband when he comes back. Is working in America. She's been twice now. There you so go. there you go. There's a good reason. There's I a could, good excuse. I could just yeah yeah. I'll just go and protect her and come. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Listen, guys, thank you all for your time. I know some of you got us just jute off, and if you need to go straight away, that's fine. Don't worry. And um, thank you for your time, yep, sir. It's yep, yep, been yep. a pleasure to talk and to train and to experience and to share this friendship and pain and all the other things that cool stuff that went along. Um, and I'll uh, catch up with you all very soon, hopefully. Thank you, Chris. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Well, thank you, guys. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. So a huge thanks to Chris and, of course, to the other instructors that stayed around at the end for that chat. As I said before the interview, you know, these guys had, uh, or, and ladies had already done two days of training, you know, very intense training, and uh, they had places to go, and they very, very kindly offered to stay behind and, and, and share with us those experiences that they had over the course of the weekend. So, um, what we got coming up? Well, over the next couple of weeks, we've I've actually been steadily building up a, a selection of not just instructors, but people from across the industry. And I'm hoping to be able to share some of the details. Now, I've already teased a couple of things. Um, I'm currently working on um, locking down some dates with um, Mr. Matt Page, who is better known as Master Ken in the Enter the Dojo series. Uh, I'm also, I've also been chatting with Mr. Bob Sykes as well about sitting down for a chat with him, which I'm sure will be a absolutely fascinating, very interesting uh, chat. So yeah, keep an eye on the Facebook group. As always, if you go to Kickback with Chris, the Martial Arts Podcast Facebook group, um, I say group, there's a like page and a group either is okay and um, i think the like page is a little bit more active at the moment so if you were going to do either i would join that one or just join both so then you're not going to miss out also we're on instagram and twitter all those cool things so you know 
get on there, share the links. Um, as always, if you like what we do, if you could head over to iTunes and Stitcher and all those places and leave us a rating and a review, it really, really does help. Um, and I, of course, I appreciate it too. Thanks again for your support as always. If you have any questions, please do get in touch. You can get me at kickbackpodcast.com or the Facebook groups, Instagram, all that stuff. Have yourselves a great week, great day, whatever it is you're doing, and I'll speak to you all very soon. Enjoy our podcast? Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today.